0: positivity and prosperity podcast if you're ready for a dose of inspiration and insight then you've come to the right place my name is victoria maskell and i'm a psychotherapist mindset coach and positivity practitioner i help women just like you to have their own cinderella stories and transform their mindsets to make their dreams a reality So if you're a coach, an entrepreneur, or just looking to up-level your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm going to be talking all things money mindset, manifesting your dream life, and how to use your subconscious to achieve anything you set your mind to. I'm going to be filling these podcast episodes with stories and inspiration for you, things to make you smile, feel supported, and get ready to crush your goals and manifest your dreams there is no such thing as a coincidence in life. So just by listening to this podcast, you are one step closer to making your dream life, business and mindset a reality. So if you're ready for today's dose of positivity and prosperity, then let's dive in. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. Today, we are going into money maths. But don't worry, this isn't gonna be scary, this isn't gonna be difficult. I'm gonna teach you the most simple money equation that is going to help you increase your abundance factor. So if you want to grow your bank account, if you want to have more in savings, if you want to feel more calm around money, if you want to have more clients, more sales, if you want to, I don't know, um, get a promotion, this episode is for you. So we're going to be doing money maths and it dawned on me the other day that I've been having lots of conversations with people around this really simple equation and I work with my clients all the time on money mindset and this really clear pattern had come out and I'd never really heard anyone talk about it like this. Now I'm not saying it's completely revolutionary, I'm saying to me Explaining it like this is a really good insight into your money mindset that you probably haven't thought about. I certainly haven't talked about it on the podcast like this. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. If you do, let me know, send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Victoria.Maskell or drop me an email. Um, My email address is Victoria at VictoriaMaskell.com. So you don't need a calculator for this, but I am going to be teaching you the most simple way to increase your abundance factor. Now I'm calling it your abundance factor because basically what I mean is how much abundance you have. I don't profess to be a financial expert. I don't profess to be um, someone who is going to teach you exactly how to budget, how to invest, um, how to look at stocks and shares. That's not what we're here for. I'm here to talk about money mindset. I'm here to talk about how your subconscious mind drives your actions around money. So this episode is perfect if you're a business owner, if you're in a nine to five, somewhere in the middle, or if you are a stay at home mum, if you are a student, because it is all about the most simple part of money. So let's go into it. Right, the problem I see, and I notice this, do you know what, I actually noticed this in myself, um, I notice it in my clients, and I see that people fall into kind of one of two categories. So this is relevant whether you are just starting out on your money journey, whether you are growing your business when you're on six figures and you want to get to seven figures, because this is the beauty of it, it's all the most basic equation, but... This is the problem that I see. And I noticed I was doing this. Um, I actually sent my friend, um, Annika, you know Annika, you've listened to her on the podcast. I sent her um, a voice note and I was like, Annika, I've had one of those moments. I've had massive clarity around my money mindset and where I want to go next with it. Because obviously, I'm always working on my money mindset. I really do try and walk my talk. I'm always checking in with my thoughts, I'm checking in with what I'm manifesting, I'm setting myself new goals. On that note, actually, right now, um, so as I'm recording this, there is someone at my door. One second. Okay, I'm back. The lovely DPD lady was awesome. Um, Right, as I'm recording this right now, I am just about, so it's, uh, what day is it today? It is the 4th today, uh, Friday the 4th. As i'm recording this as this goes live i am just about to announce a really exciting opportunity to join the manifestation room even though the doors are closed so the doors are not going to be opening probably till end of september early october now however it is about to come into the lion's gate portal which is a really important manifestation time also in tmr right now we are running the august challenge so it's a daily challenge it is going so, so well. The engagement in the group is awesome. People are sharing their meditations, they're sharing their gratitude lists. There's a really good energy. And this all coincided with a number of people sending me messages saying, Victoria, can I have some more information on the manifestation room? Victoria, how do I join the manifestation room? Victoria, I'd like to know about the manifestation room. So I am going to do, I'm not actually, I haven't announced it yet. So, you need to keep an eye on either my Instagram or send me an email. But if you've been thinking about joining the Manifestation Room, which has two months solely dedicated to money mindset, then this is the perfect time. Don't miss out because you won't be able to join until end of September, early October at the earliest. So just keep that in mind. Money maths then. So I see, and I noticed this in myself, that it's very easy to focus on only one side of the equation. And the problem is, you think you're doing the work, you think you're focusing on your money mindset, you think you're doing all the things that you should be doing, and then you get frustrated because you're like, but why is the same story playing out? Why each month do I end up in the same place? Why is nothing changing? And this is a conversation I have with myself, and I have with my clients. So when you are only focusing on one side of the money equation, you aren't able to reach your potential in your abundance factor. So what that basically means is you don't have as much money as you could have, whatever that looks like for you, whatever numbers we're playing with, whatever bank accounts you want filled, whatever savings accounts you want filled. But also you don't have as much clarity with money. You don't have a feeling of calmness with money you don't have that lovely ebb and flow of money. Because this is the thing, money is an energy. It is just an energy. We demonize it, we victimize it, we get scared of it, we put it on a pedestal, we do all these things to it. But it is really just an energy and it needs to flow. But we need to focus on both sides of this really basic equation, to actually have a significant input on the end factor, being how much money is in our bank accounts. Because ultimately, that is what we are focusing on. When we talk about money mindset, we're really, usually anyway, talking about, I want more money. Now, more money could be an extra 100 pounds, it could be an extra 1,000 pounds, it could be I wanna go from six figures to seven figures, It could be anywhere in the spectrum but ultimately that is what most people want. With that though, you want a feeling of a flow of money. You want a feeling of calmness. You want a feeling of safety and security around money. And these are things I have huge conversations with my clients around. Wanting to feel safe when it comes to money, wanting to stop doubting that people will buy their products or that they will have clients or that their courses will sell or that they will get that promotion Worrying that someone will turn around and say, wait, you don't deserve that. You can't have that successful business. You can't have that career. You can't be in that position. Who are you to have that? We want to get rid of that as well. But we need to bring it back down to basics. And this is the money maths equation that you need to know. Okay. And you're not going to be surprised, but we're going to talk about it. So you need to say that money in minus money out Equals your abundance factor. So what you make versus what you spend equals your abundance factor. Now I told you this wasn't going to be like mind blowing, but what happens is when we're working on money mindset, we work on one area of that equation most of the time, even if you don't realize it. So you are going to fall into one of two categories. You're going to fall into the money in category or the money out category. Now it might be that these things shift and sometimes you're really focused on money in and sometimes you're really focused on money out, but we have to focus on both equally because these are the two factors that determine our abundance, determine our bank accounts, determine our money stories, okay? So I want you to think about which category, even if it's just right now, are you sending attention to? And which category are you neglecting? Are you failing to put positive energy into? Because we have to put a balance of energy in. So do you focus on money in more or money out more? And I'm going to give you some examples. So right now, when you think about your journaling, your mindset, any practices you've been doing, any visualizations or whatever it is, have you been doing things like where can I build my business? Focusing on wanting to get more clients, wanting to get a pay rise, wanting to climb the career ladder. Have you been thinking about wanting to get more training or getting a, a degree or more qualifications? Have you been thinking about raising your prices? Have you actually been thinking about starting a business or selling more products or expanding your warehouse or I don't know, um, maybe going to wholesale sailors to sell your products? Have you been looking for a new premises? Have you been wanting to attract more clients or hire paid clients or bring more people into a group program? Do you worry about not making enough money each month? Do you worry about what if I don't have enough clients or what if those clients don't resign or what if this product doesn't sell or what if I haven't sold enough products this moment, this moment, (laughs) this month? Um, are you thinking about maybe you're not being paid the right amount in your job or your business are you feeling frustrated that you feel undervalued that there's not enough money coming in that you are putting all these hours into your job or your business but there's not enough coming back to you as a result is that you are do any of those things resonate is that where you have been putting your attention or are you worrying about bills? Have you been noticing the increase in um, energy or just general like groceries? Or um, have you been thinking about maybe like how certain bills are coming out at this time of year? Have you been thinking about how much you're spending? Just generally how much everything costs? Have you been maybe talking to your partner or your friends about cutting back, about budgeting, about saving? Maybe you've been looking at savings accounts or um, moving money around because there's a better interest rate. Um, Have you been um, meal planning because you are trying to um, focus on spending different amounts of money food? Have you been trying to reduce takeaways or going to different supermarkets? Um, Are you thinking really about what you're buying? The first example is the money in focus. And then all those second things, the bills, the spending, the budgeting, the saving, the cutting back, what are you buying? That is the money out focus. So just take a minute and think, right, Where right now am I sending my attention? Which side of the equation am I focusing on? Now, it's not to say that focusing on one area is a bad thing because actually you could be saying, well, I'm growing my savings account. I am not mindlessly spending. I am focusing on buying things that make me feel really good. I don't like that feeling of, oh, do you know what? I could have got that $20 cheaper or 20 pounds cheaper somewhere else. So actually there could be some really good feelings from that. Equally, if you've been focusing on the money in, great, you're growing your business, you are looking at getting more training, you are growing your personal development, you are working towards a pay rise, whatever that might be. So I want you to remember that it's not bad to think about one area, the problem is when you neglect the other area. So like I said, money is energy, it needs to flow. But to increase your abundance factor, to build your bank account so it is so full it's overflowing you want to increase what comes in and decrease what goes out. So when we just focus on one area, it can mean that we're actually self-sabotaging in another area. And this is because we are not changing our old money stories. Our brain wants to maintain a status quo. It wants to keep things the same, even if that same is something that doesn't feel good. It will actually find ways to focus on things, to take actions, to keep you in the same place because your subconscious mind is saying, We are safe. Whatever is happening right now is working because we are alive. So we need to keep this the same because if we change something, that could be dangerous. Now, remember, your subconscious mind is like a little seven year old, it is purely basing its life, its actions, its emotions, if you like on the past, on what it has experienced. It doesn't have that higher level of thinking. It isn't able to go, well, that could have been true five years ago or six months ago, but now this actual change could be even better. It doesn't have that concept of changing could be better. So your old money stories will keep you stuck. And what will happen is you will find that you will end up back in the same position, repeating the same patterns with your money cycles, with your money stories. It might be that sudden bills come out and you're like, what? But I just made an extra thousand pounds in my business or in my career. I got a pay rise, but it went straight back out again. Or you might say, well, this month I managed to save an extra 500 pounds, but there doesn't seem to be any extra because I've now had to take it out of my savings because I didn't make as much in my business this month, or I had to take a pay cut, or... Um, I had to do fewer hours because of something. Now, these examples are showing you how it just maintains that balance. It's this money equation. So if you want to actually make a change, you need to focus on your money in, your money out, and the money stories that lead to your money in and your money out. Now, I'm going to give some kind of client examples here. What I've done is to kind of maintain confidentiality, anonymity, I've kind of combined a few different clients and some thoughts I've been feeling as well over the past. So um, any of my clients listening, don't worry, this isn't directly about you. But I think it's really helpful to hear what other people feel, because I know when I listen to podcasts or books, sometimes I will listen to an example and I'll go, oh, my God, that's me. I hadn't realized that's exactly the thing I say or that's the thing I do and it really makes it real for you so that's what I want to do here okay Example one. So we have got someone who is feeling really good attracting clients. They are feeling so positive because they know how to focus on the value they give. They know how they serve. They know how they help. They basically know the problems their business solves for people. And they feel really good about that. They are in a position where they're like, I love my business. I love my job. um, I feel really good doing what I do. They are enjoying it. So they are at a high vibrational state. This means that, you know, when they're socializing or they're in the supermarket or something, they feel good talking about what they do. So they feel confident confident about their pricing. So if someone has a conversation and says, oh, how much is that course? Or how much is that product? Or can I book a session with you? They feel really comfortable saying what they charge. And as a result, people feel comfortable paying it. Yes, okay, maybe there are some people it's not right for. But nine times out of 10, people are like, sign me up. How do I buy? Where can I start? How quickly can I book a session? All of those things. On top of this, because they are in such a good money flow state, money is coming in from new and unexpected sources. They're getting opportunities. They're getting client referrals. They're getting product sales overnight. And they're like, wow, that's really peaked. I hadn't thought that that product would do so well. It's doing really well for us. They're even winning money. So they're feeling abundant. They're having their best business month to date. However, when they actually take a step back and go, but wait a minute, something's not quite right. They're not really changing what's in their bank account. Despite all of this abundance and new clients and kind of positivity, and they can see the shifts and changes they've made in their money mindset, bank account doesn't actually look any different. And when we really dive into it, they're noticing the same patterns. They're basically at the same amount every single month, which wouldn't make sense, would it? Hence the money maths. But it wouldn't make sense because if they are having their best business months to date, why wouldn't they have more money? Well, they're manifesting bigger bills. They're manifesting unexpected bills. They're finding that they are still in the same place in their bank account because actually there might be lots coming in, but there's lots going out. They're spending more. They are maybe unfortunately having to spend more because things have got more expensive or because their business has grown slightly. Um, They're having to, you know, you know how sometimes with um, plans you have to up the plan because your business has grown or whatever, but they're really noticing this. But when you dive into it, they're up-leveling their in, but they're not up-leveling their abundance factor because they haven't focused on the going out part. So what's happening is their money story is staying accurate, which is making their brain actually feel good. Now, ultimately, they want more abundance. They want to feel like their savings are growing. They want to feel like every month there is more and more in their bank account but it's not happening because they're repeating the old spending stories. They are maintaining that status quo. So even though more's coming in, they're spending more as a way of staying in the same place without realizing it. Now, the thing is, and I certainly find this myself, I find it easier to focus on the money in bit. Because for me, that's really fun. The nomad part of me is like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. We can go to that conference. We can create that product. Oh my gosh, I've got a great idea. We can add this into the manifestation room. We can do this, that, the other. That to me is really exciting. It gives me energy and therefore it's easy for me to focus on it. If you're thinking, wait, what's the nomad? Um, Check out my episode on warriors, settlers and nomads. This is something I do with my clients where we look at what their inner and outer factors are. We're all a combination of all three, but it really helps understand what our drivers are. So for me, I'm a settler nomad. So the settler is my dominant part of my personality followed by the nomad. I'm not very warrior, although it turns out I can be quite warrior when I need to be when it's around fairness. Anyway, so for me, the fun, the nomad is about fun, excitement, change, um, being kind of is vivacious a word? I may have just made that word up. Maybe that doesn't fit in this context. But anyway, so I find that easy. However, I don't find the budgeting, saving, cutting back, really scrutinizing things as fun until I've started changing my stories on this. So we're going to come on to what to do about it. So if any of that resonates with you, then you are focusing on your money in and maybe it's the money out part that we need to change some stories on. But obviously you could be the opposite. So now let's give same thing. Some I've mixed like my examples, client examples, all kind of rolled them in together so you can get an idea of the opposite. So if you're a money out focused person, you are great at budgeting. You know exactly what comes in and what goes out. You are really good at it. You're on top of it. You might have a spreadsheet. You might, I'm just describing my mum right now. <laughs> Um, you might have a spreadsheet, you know your payment dates. If you use credit cards, you use them really sensibly. Um, And I know I'm kind of putting a negative onto credit cards by saying you can use them sensibly, but I think you know what I mean. You know the interest, you know when to pay them off, you know the best options, you look and find deals and options. You are very mindful around your spending. So you know all the outgoings, you know when bills are going to come out. You basically have something called money vigilance around money. And that can be a good thing And at the same time, it can lead to a focus on lack and need. Funnily enough, in the manifestation room, Um, in the July month, which you you will get access to when you join because you get access to all the previous content, which is awesome because there is so much for you to dive into. But we talk about the four money factors that drive your money behaviors. And there is a questionnaire in there so you can identify yours. One of them is money vigilance. And one of those is that feeling of saving for a rainy day. Now, saving, building your abundance is amazing. What tends to happen with money vigilance though, and often when people are super focused on the money out part, is it can lead you to feel uncomfortable with money. It can lead to a feeling of there's not enough. I don't feel safe. What if all of my appliances break at the same time? There isn't enough money in savings. So you move away from the current reality, which is probably you are safe. You're okay. There is money. There is plenty. And instead of saying, oh my gosh, savings are so fun. I love building my account up. I've got more and more in there. It's like, oh, I've got to save for a rainy day. Well, I'm going to need that at some point. What if this happens? And that can feel really disconcerting, really unnerving. You start to worry about money. You start to feel really uncomfortable around money. And that isn't a nice place to be. So even though less is going out, you might be finding that your abundance factor isn't changing. Again, it's keeping that same money story because there is no focus on attracting more. You haven't worked on maybe your confidence in yourself or you are still not feeling worthy around money or you're not attracting more sales or you're feeling apprehensive about going for that promotion or even going for that job in the first place. You are not focusing on the money coming in, but you've got really good on having a tight control of the money going out. So I hope you can see that in both examples, there are benefits and pitfalls. And this is why it comes down to your abundance is determined by money in minus money out. It's as straightforward as that. But we really do tend to focus on one particular area. And because we don't focus on both, we can't change the money story. We self-sabotage, we keep in that same pattern around money. So we end up with the same amount in our bank accounts each month, even though you might say, but I've been doing all this stuff. I've been manifesting. I've been following all the advice. So which category do you fall into? Which side of the equation is affecting your abundance factor right now the most? And as a result of knowing which side you're focusing on, which part have you been neglecting if you're feeling stuck with money? If you're feeling like there's not a significant change, which side have you been neglecting? Now, let's talk about what to do next. You know, in these episodes, we love some action steps. We don't just talk about something, we do it. So I'm going to give you some more examples on this. But basically, what you need to do is journal on your money story. So you can actually start to look at why you've been out of balance. What stops you either focusing on money in or money out, where can you look at seeing both sides as the best way to increase your abundance factor, giving attention to both sides of the equation? And I should also say, if you know that maybe just this episode has triggered some old money blocks, some old stories that you haven't been able to shift yet, then BWRT might be exactly what you need to shift that. So BWRT is brain working recursive technique. That is something that I use pretty much every single day with my clients. I've used it on myself as well. And it is a really rapid technique that changes old limiting patterns in your subconscious mind super quickly. So if you think that's you, please feel free to reach out, drop me an email. Um, we can have a chat about what a session or a block of sessions might look like. Um, so if you just drop me an email to victoria at victoriamaskell.com, we can have a chat about that. So i I thought to kind of bring this episode round, I would give you some examples of some reframes. So you're going to be journaling on your money story and you're going to be reframing some of the things that could be holding you back. So I'm going to do some money out examples and then I'm going to do some money in examples. Some of these might resonate with you and you might be like, that's literally me. Others, you might be like, "Mm, it's not really how I think about it, but I think it will give you a perspective of both sides of it. So we're going to start with some money out examples. So what the way this is going to work is it's like a limiting belief and then the truth or a reframe. So if you are focusing on money out, you might have a feeling of, um, I need to spend to feel free with money. Now, the truth is, actually, if you really think about it, you could love saving. You could make saving a game. You could make it Fun, um, and really, you probably don't like the feeling of guilt for buying things that you don't need. I certainly resonate with that one. There's a bit of a buyer's remorse sometimes, and you think, "Well, I told myself that I wanted to go on that shopping spree, but now I feel a bit flat because I didn't really need the things and I didn't really want them. And actually, now I think about it, the thought of putting a hundred pounds in my savings rather than buying a hundred pounds worth of tat, actually, now I think about it on reflection, feels better. So really, spending doesn't always make me feel free. Sometimes it makes me feel guilty or shame or restricted or any other negative emotion. So hopefully you can just see in that one, the truth, when you dig into it, it's not how you actually feel. So you might be saying things like, yeah, but I need to buy things because it makes me feel in control with money. Maybe in the past there had been feelings of not enough money. Whereas now you're an adult and you can buy things and you've got your own money. You know, you want to celebrate that and you want to have that feeling of this is my money. I've earned it. I want to spend it. But the truth is, actually, when you really think about it, just being able to buy the things is usually enough for you to feel good. If you take a minute, and you put the credit card down, or you step out of the shop, or you move away from the online shopping, or the TikTok shop in my case, actually, what you're really craving is the feeling of being able to buy it. That safety, that satisfaction, that knowing. And actually, that's probably enough. If you take a breath and go, hmm, do I need 100 pieces of, um, I don't even know what you might buy, Um, makeup brushes, I've just bought some makeup brushes, but actually they were really good makeup brushes. This isn't really helping my cause, is it? But anyway, do I need another set of makeup brushes? No. Do I like the fact that I could purchase them if I wanted to? Yes. Does that tick the box? Yes, actually. And is having money in my savings and growing my abundance factor actually going to feel better overall? Yes. Yes. Now, a lot of the time this comes down to, sorry, I've got a really squeaky chair. A lot of the time this comes down to the short term versus the long term. So what I mean by that is the instant gratification of I've purchased it, I've bought it. Yes, actually fades far quicker than if you took a step back and said to yourself, I could purchase that. I have the money. I feel so good that that money is in my account. And if I really want it, I can have that thing but how would I feel about having that money in my savings account? How would it make me feel as a person if actually I was able to look at my savings or my investments, or maybe I could um, purchase something that's more about personal development or that's more about my health and well-being than trinkets and stuff? How would that actually feel? What would be the long-term feeling? What would be the overall feeling behind that? And nine times out of 10, it will be Oh, it actually does feel better to have it in savings, but I can still purchase things if I want to. I'm not being restricted. I'm being mindful. I'm actually focusing on the feeling I want to have. So another one could be something like, it's really scary to look at my bank account in case I see that there's less there than I expected there to be. So then you don't check, you don't look, you don't want to have a a kind of an idea. You just pretend it's all going to be all going to be okay. Well, the truth with that one is what's actually really scary is staying stuck in the same habit patterns and never actually increasing your abundance. Even though, deep down, you know that being more abundant is 100% within your control. And actually, you are the reason that you are not allowing that abundance in. That does not feel good. Now, remember, no one is going to tell you off if you're an adult. No one's going to tell you off, but you are going to feel upset if you're just repeating that same thing over and over. You're going to be upset with yourself. Like they say, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So if any of that resonates, the idea with those is a limiting feeling you have and then telling yourself what is the actual truth. Asking yourself, okay, but why? What's driving this? Is that actually true? Is there a better story that I would rather be telling and playing out? For the money in examples, you might be saying things like, I'm really scared of raising my prices. What if no one pays? Well, okay, with this one, the truth is, there are always people able to pay your prices. If you think about the world, what are there, 7 billion people in the world? Everyone has different levels of abundance, and that's just how things are at the moment. So there is always going to be someone who is able to pay your prices. If you think about what your price is, there are going to be people who charge less than you and people who charge significantly more than you. That's just how it is. You might not be available for everyone, but that's also okay. Now, you might then with that be thinking, but what if I launch that course? What if I launch that offer? What if I launch that that product and no one buys it? That would just be so embarrassing. I would feel like I would fail. I just don't even want to go there. Well the truth with that one is <laughs> no one is going to buy it if you don't launch it. Not trying, not going for it is the only guaranteed way that you don't succeed. And again, it comes down to a feeling of you are the only person standing in your way. You are the only person guaranteeing you don't succeed. So yes, it can be scary. And yes, it can be like, oh but what if people don't buy it? What if this? What if this? But what if, it, what if they do? It's time for that what if up game. What if you launch it and people love it? What if it solves people's problems? What if you get beautiful messages from people saying, thank you so much. This helped me so much. It's exactly what I needed. I love the way you explain that. You are preventing yourself from having those good feelings by not going for it. What if you're saying I'm not good enough for that promotion? I can't get that pay rise. I can't have that conversation. I can't go for that job I've always wanted because I'm not good enough. I'm not ready. Well, to quote Angie Lee, ready is a lie. And it is true. There is no such thing as ready. Yes, you can feel prepared, but there's never going to be that feeling of this is the perfect time. People have said to me this about like relationships and marriage and starting businesses and having children and moving countries and all of these things. They're like, there really was no perfect time. I just had to do it. And once you're doing it, you know that it's all going to be okay. So if you're feeling that I'm not good enough for that promotion, well, the truth is that you're telling yourself a story that you're not good enough because you're potentially scared of rejection and that's okay. That is okay. As human beings, we do not want to feel that rejection and that's normal. But also what's true is that you won't know unless you try. And by telling yourself, I'm not good enough, I can't do it. You are standing in your own way again of more abundance. And if this was me, I think I would be saying, do you know what? I'm not okay with being the reason I'm not more abundant. I'm not okay with being the reason why I feel unhappy. And yes, it's scary. And yes, it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to go for it. But if you think of it as something good is going to come out of it either way. If I get it, then I've got the promotion. I've got more abundance. I've got what I want. That's awesome. If I don't get it, I can ask for feedback. I can be so proud of myself that I went for it. I can feel really brave check out Annika's um, episode, the one before this, about bravery, because bravery and manifestation and going for it. And um, to quote Lacey Phillips, um, do I mean Lacey Phillips? You don't know if I mean Lacey Phillips, because you probably don't know what I'm talking about. Um, to be magnetic. I'm sure that's Lacey Phillips. Someone is going to, Annika is probably going to correct me in a minute. But anyway, Lacey. Um, she talks about jumping off cliffs, cliff cliffs, that's not a word, cliffs, and going for it. So If you are in that feeling of money in, you are neglecting the money out. If you are in the feeling of money out, you are neglecting the money in and it's about really looking at the stories and the habits, challenging them, asking what is the actual truth so that you can do some good money maths and you can build your bank account and every single month you can be looking and going, there's more, there's more, there's more. You might be transferring transferring more into savings, you might be um, working towards house renovations, you might be saving for your children's college or university or their first house you might be saving for an incredible holiday or to buy the most perfect pair of shoes whatever it is this is so important i hope you've liked this episode don't forget if you're like okay i need to be part of tmr i need to be part of the manifestation room i don't want to miss out on this opportunity then make sure to keep an eye on my instagram um If you want, if you're not on social media, just drop me an email and I will make sure to let you know. There is going to be a really small window over the next few days when the doors are going to open to the manifestation room. If you want to join, then this is the perfect time. If it's not right for you, or if you've maybe just got any questions, then you know you can always reach out. Drop me a message, come say hi. Um, I'm super here for that, but I hope you have an abundant day. I hope this has given you food for thought and I will see you soon in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. You would totally make my day and you'd help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. And if you know someone who this content would help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all in the next episode.